So You Think You Want to Work in TV is brought to you by you. That's right. You guys support this podcast, and I rely on your donations to keep this train a-going. So please, go to so you think you want to work in TV.com, click on that upper left-hand corner where it says Donate, and make a one-time donation, or visit our Patreon and become a monthly subscriber where you will absolutely get exclusive content. So uh, become a supporter, won't you? You know you want to. You guys are going to love these two dudes. Um, why am I singing? Let me just keep it 100 with you. So I rebranded the podcast, as you can tell, if you were an old listener. And I'm re-recording all of the intros so everything will be current and everything will match the new podcast. And frankly, I'm losing my mind. Uh, anyway, there's 87 episodes, you guys. Anyway, uh, Billy and Steve are on the podcast today. Billy Rainey executive producer, director, all of the things, and one of the funniest people I know, and also the king of Marijuana Mountain, and Steve Kruger, one of the quickest wits I've ever met. Let me tell So I worked with Billy and Steve on a show, on a hidden camera show. Um, as you guys know, I've been on lots of hidden camera shows, and I'm still hidden. We're working on that. But Billy and Steve, I worked with them at this company that we talk about. We talk about it in the episode Tainment, a uh, company called Tainment. And uh, <laughs> whenever we were writing beat sheets for these hidden camera bits, like <laughs> I had abs because Steve made me laugh so much. I mean, it was just kind of ridiculous. I, I, I didn't get a whole lot done when he was in the room uh, because he was making making me laugh. So uh, you're going to love these guys. They're really funny. They have great stories. They met each other working on the first season of Punked. So they go way back. And uh, they're very close. They're like Liberace and Scott. They talk about that in the podcast. So uh, get to know Billy and Steve. You're going to dig them. Yes. Okay, it's raining. We're here in, uh, in Melrose Hill recording with Billy and Steve. Hi, guys. Good morning. Hello. <laughs> Good morning. Did you just wake uh, yeah, up? Yeah, good morning. No, people only listen to podcasts in the morning, right? I don't know when they listen. Most of my, I mean... Mostly it's in the morning. In the morning well, on you, drive you, time. You were saying you have a lot of prison fans? Yeah, I have a lot of prison fans. So when do they listen? I don't, I think it's all hours. I get a big bump on Sundays, which is weird because my podcast comes out on Monday. I mean, she was saying like, do you look at the data on the one you do? No, I don't. Because I mean, he's a fucking diva. No, they don't give it to me. Uh, well, she was saying that like every, all of her downloads are from drive time. Or not cities with commute with mm -hmm. big commutes. Yeah, that's yeah. who who listens to these are people stuck on trains or in cars. Yeah. So good morning, or head home and get some Trader Joe's gluten free pizza and go go to bed. Good night. <laughs> good night. I don't know. Hello. That was good a morning. good show. Good night. <laughs> so you guys met on Punked, right? We uh, yeah, that's where our love affair began. Okay, so tell me about it because I don't even know, and I've known you guys for a long time. I've known you for much longer than I've known Steve, but I've known you both for a long time, and I didn't even know. I don't know your origin story. Well, there was a pilot for Punked, which is another story in itself. Right. That the 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 short version of it is there was a lawsuit for 120 million dollars involving a transvestite hooker allegedly dead on the floor that turned into the. Got settled out of court, and uh, it became punked. So then we got picked up for 65 episodes, started staffing up. I mean, how did you get there? I don't even know how you showed up there. Um, I had 
tried to do a show with this guy Jason Goldberg, who had, was Ashton Kutcher's producing partner. But I knew him through animation because I had done an animated pilot for Maverick Television, Madonna's oh, yeah. company, and I was Madonna's I, company. Uh, they never paid me. And then I, I met him <laughs> through a manager or something, and we talked about it, and he said, well, and this is my impression, of, well, we got something else coming up. You know, you might be right for it. <laughs> and um, he kind of sounds like he's just had a stroke. Yeah. And I Who, said, Goldberg? okay. Goldberg? Oh, yeah, yeah. Totally, yeah. I think he was Ooh. chewing tobacco back in those days. Yeah. So... Uh, the show got picked up. I think he was probably dealing with what you were talking about, the pilot that got sued. Yes. And he called and said, uh, why don't you come right on the show? And I was um, a staff writer on an hour-long ABC show, and I quit it to go to Punk because I thought, ah, oh, this Ashton thing is going to take off. And so it did. It did. And the other show got canned, and no one's ever been heard from again from it. So I made the right decision. Wow. Here's what's interesting about showbiz, how uh, paths cross. Uh, when I did my one-woman show, yes, I do have a one-woman show because I'm a fucking actress and I have cats. Uh, my one-woman show. How many one-woman shows and how many cats? Is it a one, <laughs> one to one? Two cat, no, two to one. Two to one. Two to one cats. That's the ratio. <laughs> two cats to each one-woman show. <laughs> oh, I like that. So uh, Maverick wanted to make it a movie, and it was in, and then it came down to the wire where it was going. It was between me and a movie starring Hillary and Haley Duff. Guess which direction they went. Yeah, so anyway, uh, welcome to Showbiz, everybody. So it's cool. So then you guys developed a wonderful uh, friendship. And uh, yeah, what was it like working on the early years? Camaraderie. Of camaraderie. Uh, let's not be yeah. crazy. Well, what was it like working in the early days of punk? Because there was so much, like when it first premiered, it was like everybody lost their shit. Well, I went to meet um, Ashton and Goldberg at Ashton's house, Ashton Kutcher, the star of it. Oh, the ones that people call AK? AK. And it was right after 9-11, I believe, right? A little, yeah. Uh, like a, like in the months after. In, yes. I'm kind of freaked out. And um, I, I meet this guy Goldberg again, and he's in some stranger's house. Oh, I didn't know it was Ashton Kutcher. He said, I have some show. Come, come meet me. We're not doing the animated thing, but come up to this house. And it's this big Hollywood Hills house. Mm-hmm. And with a suit of armor as you walk in yeah. the door. A very taste. Well, there's a lot of ways to go with suits of armor. This one was very... Have you guys ever been to Piper's in Koreatown? No. It's a 24-hour diner. Yeah. Tons of suits of armor. Oh. I think they'd get it right. And I remember him... We, we, I, it was weird to talk about comedy after 9-11. It was just right. like, oh, we're going to do this show. It's going to be funny. <laughs> and they were about to do air or, or have on television... That fundraiser where all the celebrities like Tom Cruise. Oh, yeah. People forgot about this, but like every A-list celebrity went on like a telethon to raise money. And this guy said, this Jason guy said, oh, yeah, my wife was asked to do it. And I thought, who is his wife? Like, who's he married to that's in the A-list that is going to be sitting next to Al Pacino Asking for money. Asking for, for money. And it was uh, Punky Brewster who walked <laughs> in. And I went, uh, I don't, I think. I think they're all, we're all set. We got so we got Jim Carrey, uh, you know, uh, Al Pacino, and Tom Hanks. I think we're okay. We don't need Punky Brewster. So I immediately knew he was kind of a full of himself kind of guy. Wasn't it crazy how people still know who she is? And she only was on that one show, wasn't as far as I know. And wasn't it only on for like two seasons in the eighties? I don't. She just came in, and yeah. I went, "Oh, I was, hi." <laughs> at the time, I was more of a small wonder fan, so I didn't really. 
I'm did, right there I with you. Yeah, I didn't do the whatever that show was. <laughs> I never watched a single episode. Small wonder I can give you every storyline. Right. And then I went to the office several weeks later to start the show and met uh, Billy, Jason, and a sweaty bald man named Fransky, who I never met Fransky, who seemed oh. like he should have been a beat cop in a fifties movie. <laughs> yeah. He spoke in the staccato. Yeah. yeah, whatever. Yeah, we'll do it. Yeah, okay. Yeah, like, and, and he and Jason were arguing about something. They were gonna like, yeah, we're gonna throw a guy down a well. I don't know what. Whatever. He's there. I don't know. And I remember just watching these two ding dongs go back and forth. And I, I asked. I actually did this. I said aloud. I said. Am I on the show right now? Is this the show? This is stupid. And they told me, like, "What are you talking about?" Yeah, whatever. That's what. Uh. And then I went in office, and that was that was pretty uh, much. Steve and Fransky hit it off really well because of Steve's, you know, great impression of him. So, I, my favorite thing to do was uh, in our beautiful production offices was to take a sharpie. And uh, right, Fransky was here on it, waiting as you hear him lumbering down the hall, and then throw an open sharpie to uh, Steve. So that every time Fransky would walk in the room, Fransky was here, had been tagged on the wall. Steve's holding the Sharpie. And uh, and then there's that's the evidence, and it's going <laughs> yeah. down. Yeah. <laughs> and then Steve's under arrest. Come on, and- man. These are the nice offices. You can't do It's like the worst offices. And Well, no, we've been in worse offices. Yeah, those, we'll are, pretty, to, that's those are pretty good in comparison. Oh, no, we've been in much worse offices. <laughs> yeah. Wait, but so was it in the CNN building at that time, or was it at a different office? We are in the Treehouse on uh, Oh, the Treehouse, yeah. It's now something else, but it's Tribeca. Yeah, Tribeca West. West. Yeah. It was yeah. Teleflora. It was Teleflora? Yes. I thought it was. Wasn't it? Wasn't the townhouse like right next to MTV on Colorado, and it was called something else? Or that was the motel. That we was moved the, okay. to the motel for probably the seasons you did. No, you guys were at CNN. Oh, well, well, then we went to CNN. Yeah. yeah. They were cutting the show that I had quit beneath me, and they asked me to come. I remember walking down to like, hey, you want to look at a cut of the episode? And I'm like, ugh. I'm upstairs with this bald, angry, moist <laughs> beat cop and this mush mouth. We're going to do the... I, just, I thought, oh, wow, I've made a horrible, horrible mistake. <laughs> and for about two months, we shot nothing, and it was not with celebrities and we kept having the big speech, like, we're getting shut down. This is not done. And I thought, oh, I've made a terrible, terrible decision. This, oh, wow. I screwed up. And then it, it aired. And then it became. And then it became. Yeah. And then six weeks later, that same manager had me on the phone with, like, Brad Pitt, who wanted to do a punk on someone. I'm like, whoa. This, it was a, I got the bends from, this is, we're all dead. We're all, they're going to. Shoot us in the parking lot like that <laughs> Vietnam War footage, <laughs> just execution style too. Yeah, Brad, that's a great idea. Sure, we'll take his. Pi- like, I don't know what the what. I don't know anything about pranking people. It's like, sure, sure, Brad, we'll get that in the pipeline. Get you, get you some creative. So, that was weird. That's crazy. What? Okay, so it it w- did any of the actors change? Like once, like did Dax change? Or was he still cool? Like he because he's the only one that's gotten super fucking famous from. He Pop. was just the way he is now. He was he's the only person that made it from the pilot to the series. Oh, you okay. know he was the only one, and you I mean truly one of those things like you know when you're doing a pilot he's talented. I mean the guy is truly beyond fast on his feet and fearless and always was and. No, like I don't. I feel like he's still exactly the same. Having you know, he came back and did the show when we rebooted it with celebrities hosting it. So, yeah, he came up to me in the little writers' room once, and he was talking about like 
And, and this is a guy, I think he was like really like literally like parking cars before he was working there. Like he didn't, he was oh, between a Rowling's the, dude. Yeah. I mean, between the pilot and the series getting picked up, I mean, he was destitute. Yeah. Like this wow. is a guy, yeah. no one knows who he is. And he was telling me like what it's going to be like when he hosts Saturday Night Live. And I remember thinking, are, are you kidding? We're going to get shut down. Like, we're, we're done. This is, this is a, like, a, we're a tax shelter. We're, we're, we're going to get, we're going to get killed. And he had that ego that I guess super successful people have. He just was, when I host the Oscars, it's going to be like this. And I went, host the Oscars? Dude, you're going to, you're not even going to get a commercial. You're done. Like, you're going home. And, you know, I was wrong. Oh, wow. But he was, he was really funny. He's really nice. I remember him messing with me various times and enjoying that but no but i just i heard a rumor i don't know if we can even talk about it but i heard a rumor that so for some reason jason didn't like dax anymore and i was like well why and because i guess because all of a sudden dax became a diva is that true i don't know maybe no, it's not he true was a, like he doesn't seem like a guy that would be a dick on set no no he was a i mean a consummate professional no oh. i mean he was like he's what he is it's an improv show do you know what i mean yeah like I, I do not think there was a, a falling out or none that I witnessed. Right. Yeah. Okay. I was just curious. I got to ask the, di- okay. the deep dive, the fucking conference, the, yeah, I didn't, the controversial I, questions. You never heard that. It's I heard, like TMZ, who did I hear it from? Like, it is the TMZ question. Yeah. Like I mean, I'm just saying. He's a, he's a kind of roguish goofball, and he always was. Like, yeah. I, I just, he, he seems like the same guy to me, but I don't know him personally, so. So whose idea was Chips it? Chips was stellar, by the way. What was that? Chips. Oh, Chips was amazing. Well, my friend Amy worked on Chips, and she said he was really cool. Fantastic. Okay. All right, that's all. I'm sorry. <laughs> There's no dirt. I can't. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't all I remember it. is I, I, I met him and Al, who was the other actor, who was another stand-up in, in the first season, and I remember going up to Dax and saying, Hi, Al. Because I could not just imagine a white person named Dax and a black a, like that. It sounds like a like a black person's name. So right. He went, "No, I'm Dax," and I, I then I was just confused for the rest of the show. <laughs> like, is, am I on the show now? Is it like let's tell this guy we have different names? Anyway. How many seasons were you on the show, Steve? Uh, just first season. Oh, okay. Because I know Billy did all of them because you were the EP. Did, weren't you? Are you a co-creator as well? Or yes. Okay. It's a podcast. You're supposed to talk, Billy. They don't know that I know what I have oh, to act right. like okay. I don't know. Yes. I mean, even though the audience uh, it was knows. there from yes, day one. Um, yeah, and took it from a uh, well, yeah. The original name of the show was harassment, and it was incorrectly spelled on the the treatment they turned in a wonderful one page word document. Oh wow! Yes, no pictures. Oh, pre, oh, pre, pre pitch deck. Pre yes. pitch deck. Where did that come from? Because somebody said to me, uh, "Do you have any decks?" I'm like, "What the fuck is a deck?" Why don't you just call it oh, a sure. treatment? Wow. Who's so came much, up with so that much, stupid yeah, name? Really. Advertising people. Yeah. Advertising people? It's that so stupid. Corporate America like decks. They yes. like when they, they all get into a room and one bald guy in a blue shirt and khaki pants gets up and talks <laughs> for thirty minutes. He, he has a deck with which has words and people go, oh, he's talking about, it, and they write those words down or type them. So that just bled into television movies. So everything's a deck now. It's so stupid. Are we allowed to talk about the launch of? The Pitch Deck Network? Yeah. Uh, it's a little premature. We're uh, still dotting the I's. But yeah, we just, we're we, about I've to made so many pitch yeah. decks. Oh, really? Yeah. I just want to... I, I IPO, say, excuse me. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just, just have a network of pitch decks. You don't have to watch the show. 
It's just a deck telling you like there'll be this will happen and this will happen and it'll be hilarious. You're like, great, I just watched an hour of television in like six minutes. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> Coming soon, soon to direct TV. I want to pitch to you guys. Okay. I'm gonna. I'll just pitch you my pitch decks. I can just send the deck over. I don't have to cut a sizzle reel. Exactly. Yeah. I have to shoot anything. Well, the sizzle, well, no, we the do sizzle have reel the, network is a. Yeah, we have the sizzle. Yeah. The sizzle, sizzle reel we're, network. We're, we're starting yeah. a sizzle radio where you can yeah. just listen to. <laughs> <laughs> what if we take five women <laughs> and six guys? <laughs> I don't know. That's that's, that's, a, that's a bad pitch. So what did you do? What did you do, Steve? After you you left, how come you didn't stay for more seasons? Uh in the classic tradition of. Television, they got new people. Oh yeah. I don't. I don't know why. Not my decision. No. Right. Uh, I hooked up with another guy that I met on the show, and we did a little tiny thing called Laguna Beach, and that became The Hills. And oh so I Jesus, did, I did that for years and years. And I years. didn't know that. Yeah. Do you know Jason Clayton? Yes. Oh Jesus. That's all I. I, I know him. I can't remember. Oh, okay. Any dirt on him? It's all right. We don't need to talk about it. Um, all right. So uh, then, uh, so Billy and I met when, when I was on season, I don't remember, eight? Eleven. No, eight. Because eight, and then it was supposed to be the last season, and then they brought it back. This is Nico's dog who's in my lap and making noises. So, uh, what did you, so what did you think about our season, Billy? <laughs> well, Sharon, your season, you know. It was uh, so weird. Yeah, it was you. You had an incredibly difficult season. I feel like a, a English teacher or something. Like, oh, the class of <laughs> like, you had a very difficult season. Um, For sure, absolutely. I mean, I, I would, I would say it's no secret. You were the standout breakout member of that cast. Uh, you had several taller people around you who would always stand in front of you when we were trying to film you, and whose earpieces would conveniently not work when we were telling them to get out of their way yeah um so you had a difficult season I but i think you had some good i don't remember what we did on your season i remember what was your fa- what's your you know everybody asked me this what was your favorite punked bit sharon uh, my favorite punked bit it's a tie between the magic johnson bit where we fucked up his car and uh, oh because we did one a couple of years prior to that with magic yeah oh I can't believe we got him over again. He's not very smart. Yeah. Oh, what? I'm not very smart. What did I do? Oh, I get it now. <laughs> he's not real bright. Now I get it. That's uh, funny. Um, no, he's uh, he he's great. Uh, but anyway, that one because just because he thought I was his best friend, and he he was like, I knew something was wrong with you, and I knew something was wrong with you, and then he pointed at me, and he goes, "You, I'm gonna kill you." He goes, "You completely fooled me," and I was like, "You can't kill me. I work out at your gym," and he said, "Give me a hug," and I hugged him. But my favorite, favorite one has nothing to do with me. It was the Too Short one. Because Too Short, remember, it was like those, it was um, schoolgirls, and they were showing their boobs, car wash, and then I come in (laughs) as the cheerleading counselor, and I'm like, these girls are under 18. And one of the guys in his crew was so scared that he took off running into a field and nobody could find him. (laughs) Because he probably had a warrant. So he just (laughs) left. And that was my favorite just because that's hilarious. Is it a fun acting gig? Like, is it fun to be in that unpredictable world and knowing you have to get, you have to draw the maze as you're, you know, in it? Yeah. Okay, cool. It's fun. You know what? Good question. Good question. It is a good question. It is fun. I know. Why I asked it? It depends on the the production because there were times when it wasn't fun, Steve. Ah. Well, it wasn't fun. Back to the acting question. I mean, I I wonder if people understand that also 
were in your ear to a certain extent. Oh, that yeah. Everybody has like a little earpiece or all of the, you know, you and all of your other cast members so that we're able to effectively move you through the scene, feed you lines, give you information and intel. Yeah, because you guys can see what's going on right. everywhere. And you guys know, like, get out of the scene, get out of the scene, or get back in there. I remember one time with the Hayden Panettiere one, Jason was just in my ear going, keep going harder, harder, go, go. And I was just so mean. And I, I, I you know, but it's weird when someone's screaming in your ear to be cruel and you just, whatever comes out of your mouth comes out. And then you just go, well, I guess I'll just have to ask for, you know, an apology later. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I don't, yeesh. Um, but well, yeah, just the skill set too of listening to that and being an active listener engaged with the conversation you're having on camera. Yeah, that's so. the hardest part is like you got to make sure you say what you need to say to drive the scene forward. Have you ever uh, purposely ignored something? Never. <laughs> Liar. Yeah. No, it's true. <laughs> I never. When somebody says for me to do something, I do it. If they want me to say something, I say it. Oh, okay. Always. Always. I mean, okay. I'm that's listen. This is why I've only made it to the lower middle. Is this like a rated R podcast? Or is it? No. Oh, you can't. I can't. No, say you can say whatever you okay, want. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You okay. can say. You can drop the f bomb. I don't okay, care. Okay. Okay. Um, I always rate it as explicit. Okay. Um, I yeah. I always. I always say whatever I, I like. I always do what I'm told, and I think that's why I've only made it to the lower middle because <laughs> I'm polite. <laughs> I show up on time. I do my job well, and I go home and I shut the fuck up. People who act like maniacs, huge stars. So maybe you should act like more of a maniac. I can't. I don't have it in me. Oh. Mm-hmm. Well, now we're now we're getting somewhere. Yeah. That's that's Let's on crack this nut. Yeah, that's on you. <laughs> that's on me. To- oh, no, yeah. totally. I own it. I own it. I own it. I mean, there's a certain part of you that has to honor like the scene you're trying to capture, but no one's ever told you to do something that you're like, I don't know. Oh, that instinctually that's not true. you know One's- is wrong. Okay, okay. Like where you, yeah, you know the temperature in the room and you know it's... Yeah, I yeah. know if it's not good. Yeah. There was one time and it was on uh, Celebrities with Fake Noses. Oh. What's What's this? Celebrities with fake noses. It was a the it was tainment a sh- show. The taint, the tainment <laughs> show. <laughs> where we all were. <laughs> and that's where I yes. met Steve and got to see the magic of Steve and Billy together. And I'm telling you, like I had abs because you guys made me laugh so hard. It was. <laughs> I mean, first okay. of all, the whole situation <laughs> so was happened? fucking bizarre. <laughs> yeah. It was so funny. But no, it, the, I'll tell you what. It was the bit that we were doing with uh, the gal from. Uh, oh God. She's from uh, Real Housewives of Atlanta, and she was in Escape, and she won an Emmy for writing that song for TLC. It was that bit when... Uh, she follows me on Twitter, and I cannot think of her name. Candy Burris? Candy, Candy Burris, Burris, thank yes. you. Delightful woman. She's lovely. Yes. And I loved her manager, too, but Jamie was in my ear asking me to objectify this model that we had in the thing, and he was being really gross, and I, and I, just, I just turned my back to everybody who was watching, and I just went... I, I went into my mic. I said, I'm not doing that. Mm. And then I turned back around. Yeah. But he just was, it wasn't funny. So I was like, yeah, I'm not doing that. You can say it in my ear all you fucking want. I'm not saying that. That was the only time. He was another producer on the show who mm. has a little bit of a bro sense of humor. Oh, yeah. A little lowbrow. Yeah. Yeah. So there, you, the, there is like a, a line that someone can cross. Right. But it's, it was a show for a female network. So I'm like, I'm not doing that. Like, I, it's not going to make the edit. And well, I'm just, not fucking doing if that. We're gonna, are we moving on to Let's move on. celebrities with fake noses yeah. now? Are we is yeah. that what we're calling it? Well, I think it's more fun to refer to it as celebrities with fake noses and, and for tainment. Sure. Yeah, was, totally. Just so we're clear, it's celebrities with fake noses. The production company was tainment <laughs> and it aired on a ladies network. Right. Okay. Uh, and I... <laughs> Dubbed attainment because I have never been around a group of cheap, a group of cheaper, lower lying fruit. As we used to say, they don't make 
Lucky Charms or Fruit Loops. They make fruit hoops at the bottom <laughs> of the supermarket. Like they just <laughs> knock off what already works and then just do a cheaper version that's at the bottom. Like in what's and in it's a in a, bag. a clear, plate, in a clear plastic bag. bag. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what's below a captain? Yeah. Like uh, a uh, lieutenant. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so they don't make entertainment. They make tainment. It's just it's like entertainment adjacent. Right. It's it's watered down, you know. Oh, they were the worst. It was run by this terrible person <laughs> and this awful production company. I was just talking about that office we had because we were... Why did we call it an office? It I wasn't mean, an office. It was a series of closets. It was a rape dungeon. <laughs> it was... Who were the two uh, Hussein brothers? <laughs> Uday and whatever. Yeah, Uday and That was Hussein. their rape room. That was, it was, we were in a room inside of a room. So it was a, a windowless, four-walled room. Three walls. No, it had no, three walls. Our, it was a triangle. Are you talking about our office? Yeah. yeah. Our office had like five walls right. or six walls. We had like a... a, a was it a weird hexagonal yes. kind of thing? And there were six of us in there. I, I, and I just remember sitting at my desk and I thought, am I a giant? <laughs> and then I realized they went to Ikea and bought a child's desk. So it, it just <laughs> fit my laptop. They could fit, more desks, the, fit yeah. more desks. You guys didn't even bring laptops. You guys were bringing iPads with like little thing, uh, attachments with a keypad because you didn't have room on your desk. That's right, yeah. It was a super <laughs> you guys duper, don't remember that. I duper, do. duper cheap company. That did a show for Ladies Our, Network. Well, uh, okay. Just back to the offices, and then we'll get to the creative part. Oh, yeah. Our office was in the IT closet. Yeah. We yeah. were in the closet. So the, all the communications for that production company were in our office, plugged into one power strip. Hanging uh, over my head. <laughs> yeah, and if we had Perilously. touched it. Yeah. I would turn off everyone's phones <laughs> in the entire production office at once, and a little guy would come down and kind of... Her nose ring. Did, did you guys just did everything go black down here? I'm like, did no, I don't know. Did the power go did out? Did the power go off down here? I have no idea. Well, everyone lost their phone call, their internet. Like, I have no idea. I just remember I did it so many times that guys in yeah. zip ups with their names embroidered. They hired in one these piece, pros. They hired pros. To we pulled out. the guys aside. We're like, it's fine. <laughs> like we were like, spend a couple hours, crawl around, build them for your minimum, and say, "Well, we couldn't find anything. I'll keep, yeah. I'll keep turning it on." And on. <laughs> Remember being next to the bathroom where the editors would drop deuces after lunch? Uh, that was a nightmare. That that's something that keeps following Steve. Yeah. <laughs> oh like, no. Yeah. I, our, there were bathrooms in the facility, but people would come. You'd have to go outside with a key and let yourself yes. in. But but in, that's where you should go drop a deuce. That's yes. the bathroom to do it. But our bathroom, we our our writer's room, which was the size of this table, shared a wall with it, and it, the door looked out into our craft service area. So, <laughs> so burly, hairy gentlemen <laughs> who would edit this lowbrow content at about four thirty, the burrito and the <laughs> Nescafe potted coffee would kick in. They would come down and go to the bathroom for twenty minutes, and the smell would just waft out. And I would write on a piece of paper, toilet broken. And these yeti yeah. would just push past it. They didn't care. Yeah. They just, I don't care. I'll go in there anyway. There was a time the toilet was actually broken. <laughs> and somebody pooped on top of a poop. Oh, It my was God. just like... These are not good people. Yeah, no, they're, they're, they're not they're, good they're people. Not, not, I don't remember that. I remember us putting caution animals. tape. And they got mad at us for doing that because they couldn't shit in their normal bathroom. You know, back to those little desks. The only thing they were really good for was that day you got drunk at lunch and we were able to curl up under the thing. And that's I, I right. was shocked anyone could fit under the desk. Well, it's my forte is getting into tiny places 
Um, yeah, that was the, that was the, did we have desks in that office? Cause I felt like it was just a narrow table. Like, cause I felt like it was longer than an actual desk, but it was super narrow and tiny. I mean, it was such a weird place that had like that show. And then that just, weird, remember the weird person that worked, uh, on, t- well, on our show. I think again, I don't think your listeners know even we've, it's, it was a show called celebrities with fake noses yes. where and it was we a took celebrities show. Yeah. and we put fake noses on them and fake noses right and a wig sure. and a wig sure. and maybe a little different you yes. know and it was supposed to be and a funny. bandana yeah that's it <laughs> is it still on your instagram <laughs> oh, yeah, that's, that's like she's sound asleep oh. sound asleep yeah i'll put that on daytime justice's insta and it was supposed to be funny but uh then they decided that we should be mean to have real people be mean to the celebrities which i just that was so hopefully we're coming to the end of that with the me too movement but it, it was a part of that deep, deep cable where it's just like they people got to be screaming at each yeah. other within four minutes of the show starting or their audiences. What, what were those? Right, but I don't think that that's what the celebrities were pitched. And then no, they, no, they weren't. They weren't. The celebrities that were all booked on that show being told they were doing a comedy, a comedy where they were just navigating life in makeup as a different person. And it wasn't people shitting on them. And in the, you know, back to your daytime TV thing, in the daytime spirit of it, it beca- it, it pivoted to Maury. get these, yeah, get these yeah. real people to say mean things about whatever celebrity happens to have a big nose on and they don't know it's the celebrity there. The and oh shit moments. Yeah. Is that no, what it was, no, oh my God. Call, she OMG called them the OMG, OMG moments. OMG moments. Yes. Yeah. I'm like, here's my OMG moment. I'm here on this show. Someone has worked hard to become a celebrity and we're going to put them undercover to have regular... Gross, boring people Shit say stuff them. about them, which you can look online and see all the worst, horrible thing. It was like have a troll <laughs> hang out with a celebrity, which is fine if that's the show, but that's not what it was told to said celebrities. Right. So there were multiple times where the people who worked with the celebrity said, "Stop! Like we're done. This is yeah. No, no, no. We'll stop. We'll we'll." Oh, it was awful. Yeah, yeah. It was embarrassing. It, yeah. It wasn't very funny. No. No, no. But that wasn't even the point, and that's what was a bummer about. It, is it was all it was was I felt like uh, for me as the actress, I felt like I was taking a survey. Well, it became the. Wasn't that the one that became the focus group? Show? Focus group show, yeah, totally. Yeah. I'm like, so what do you think? So about what do you so-and-so? think of this celebrity? And they're they're in the focus group <laughs> with a fake nose. Like, well, <laughs> I, a fake I nose, think they're yeah. uh, they're a little big headed. Could you maybe say something worse? Or so, so yeah, that when that producer was feeding lines to you to to attack a model. It's 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 kind of low lying fruit. Like it was kind of, I mean, comedy should be to make you laugh, not make you feel bad for people. But right, it it, it was this kind of weird gray area where daytime TV was kind of becoming whatever this network for ladies show, people celebrities wearing a big nose. Like it it didn't know what it was, and the 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 woman that ran Tainment wanted to make it a daytime show, and so I was done. I think right after shooting, I don't think I, I saw any of the edits. I don't think I've ever even seen the show. Yeah, I don't. I, I was there. I stayed for most of the, I don't. I can't remember. I don't either. I don't really want to. It's one of those things like I don't even have it on my reel. No, I was just bummed because yeah. for you, like when we booked, I like working with you. I really do. Like every everything since punk to you know, that yeah. I've done that has hidden camera involved, I always bring you into it because you're fantastic at it. And I just, you know, always felt like that uh, when we were doing that show, I had wanted Big Noses to be the one that got her 
something. The real roles, <laughs> not the, you know. <laughs> yeah, but it just was, I just felt like it just turned out to be one of those things where I kept saving, I shouldn't say saving the day. You were saving the day. No. We, you me, guys were saving the day. No, no, no. no it was. It, it, but it was, it just, when things went to crap. Choa was saving the day. Choa was saving the day. Let's talk about Choa. He's a line producer. Can we say his name? Can you bleep well, we that out? we just did. Well, I you can, can bleep that out. Is this live? No, oh, okay. I mean, I can bleep it out. But I mean, I, people will want to watch Chatting with Choa. Yeah, I mean, he's yeah. a character. Yeah, That's yeah, what yeah. was so fun about working with him. He was banana. It, it was a... Uh, a ship of fools. It was. It That's really what was. made it fun. We had so much fun behind the scenes, which I, I, I it kind of goes against my, my theory that I've worked on shows where I've had a horrible time and the show always ends up great. And the shows I have a great time on ends up horrible because we had too much fun. But this is kind of the inverse. Like we, we had, I mean, we had so much fun because we were making fun of tainment and Right. Making fun of the line producer named Choa, who all, all he wanted to do was talk about tennis. I guess we're just going to say. So I would just put a camera on him, and one of the other producers would just do a desk interview with him. like, the, And he just slipped right into it. He talked about tennis for like three, four minutes, and I'd film it, and I threw it on YouTube. I think it has like a couple thousand views. I got to tell you, I thought Barry was a really good host for that show. Yeah. It was, it's a good sign that when you get a bunch of creative, entertaining people around each other, they become creative and entertaining whether the the show can capture that and put it on the air or well we're just we're just going to yell at celebrities and make them feel bad and maybe some of them won't sign did one of them not sign or something did somebody not sign their release because I, I don't remember fantasia's thing airing yeah i don't even i don't remember hers I don't, was a, i mean hers was not, i don't think hers was nice wasn't hers, it yeah it was like, nice it wasn't a mean but uh I, I had never kissed a man until that uh, until that show. <laughs> the production company were a bunch of real, <laughs> real stiffs, real <laughs> wet sweaters, real boring, lame. If you can ima- if you, if you watch TV and just imagine the people that make it, most of them are boring like you who are listening to this. Yeah, right. <laughs> they're, they're, they're not boring, that. Ex- they're, they're not. Boring they're too. not as uh, vibrant and as exciting as people on TV. Yes. Um, and there was this guy that that he looked like he had. He'd run a frat and then worked at Land's End and now was like the head of... Oh, I remember I don't want to generalize, but it's like the people that wear cotton sweaters. Yes. Like a sweater should be made of wool. You do not wear a summer... Woven belts. Yeah. Woven belts, summer sweaters. Yeah. Yeah. He was just a real disinteresting guy. He looked like someone who would have gone to Charlottesville. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. He probably has a tiki torch. (laughs) (laughs) And we just like to mess with him because he was not funny. And he he was the the hand to the queen. He sat at her side in all the meetings and he would come down and, you know, so-and-so wants Sharon to do this. He would deliver the bad news. So we would mess with him. And he's (laughs) a super hetero kind of boring ass vanilla guy and Billy and I would just before we start shooting we just give each other big long hugs <laughs> and we go you're oh and we also had just we were coming off the movie behind the candelabra which is b- so, our, our favorite movie of all time so it's a we, lifestyle I don't even think it's a movie <laughs> it's a VR app yeah. so we we referred to each other as uh, the two main characters in behind the candelabra Scott and Lee Lee for Liberace and Scott for the younger guy and so we would hug each other on set and just oh you're gonna do so good and I, <laughs> I love you Scott I, I love you that. Lee yeah and, and he would kind of walk by and, oh my god and so when we were shooting one of them you, you were not with us we're all it was a video village and all of the 
the production company people and the network ding-dongs and a host of other uh, unsavory types were all there, and I was giving Billy a back rub to make this guy feel weird. And I went, you're going to do so good yeah, I'm in sitting shoot at, it. I'm and sitting he, in the control room in front of the monitors, just, you know, and Steve's rubbing my shoulders. Just, it was just, And I went to go, I was like, I'm going to really amp it up, and I'm going to kiss him on the cheek. And at the same moment, he went to go kiss me in the cheek, and right in front of this cotton sweater-wearing, woven belt-owning motherfucker, <laughs> two men kissed. And he went, oh, and I remember he just turned around. He said, I, I got to turn around i can't it's just too he's like are those guys gay and we're like no but it's i'm just enjoying i want to make someone uncomfortable yeah just not a celebrity <laughs> we're uncomfortable we're gonna make you uncomfortable yeah. we're just so, uncomfortable uh, for different reasons so that was fun you know what i thought was do you guys remember when that uh when that mass shooter drove by yes okay so i was outside when it happened i was at rite aid when it happened I thought, you know, I thought it, there was, I, the reason I went to Rite Aid is because I got to buy a, booze so you could drink at your desk? <laughs> no, I actually so you just. buy coconut, whatever the. <laughs> coconut what? Whatever that. You were like, oh, I just remember when you were, we were at that office, you were like, oh my God, the Rite Aid across the street has Malibu coconut rum or something for like oh, a yes, dollar a bottle. Oh, yes, yes, like, yes, that's true. Or it was that or Fireball that I got excited about. Yeah. Anyway, um, I love Fireball, Steve. Okay, I don't know what that is. It's a, it's disgusting, but I, I love it. Um, it's like a cinnamon flavored whiskey that all the kids drink. <laughs> oh yeah, I know what that is. Yeah, I love it. Uh, you have the palate of a nineteen-year-old sorority girl from Florida. <laughs> totally. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so uh, I got annoyed with someone in our writers' room, and I'm like, I just got to get out of here. And so I went to the Rite Aid, and I, I if I had gotten shot, I would have blamed her. Blamed who? The girl that I was. Oh, the with. the other. The other quote unquote, quote unquote writer. writer. Uh, yeah. For the people at home commuting, good morning. What are you referring? What shooting are you referring to? Because there's. Oh, there's, there's several so shootings. Many shootings. I know yeah. it was the, the Santa Monica. The Santa Monica shooter, college shooter. Yeah. Yes, he uh, a gentleman killed his parents and set their house on fire and then came to our parking lot and shot it up and hijacked a car and drove to Santa Monica and killed some more people. Yeah. And then I think with an AR-15, I think I looked it up recently. Was it? Yeah, I believe so. So I was outside in the parking lot because in stupid Los Angeles, they build production facilities that have no parking, so you have to park three deep. And the guy's like, there's no parking for you. And I said, I, I work on the show. I have an executive in my title. I need to park here. And he said, I can't help you. And I'm arguing with this poor gentleman. It's not his fault. There's too many cars in the parking lot. And I said, well, I'm going inside to talk to tainment lady i'm gonna solve this <laughs> and as soon as i walked in the door i heard the guns go off and i remember all of those mutants in that office they went they all stood up and they went, what's that i mean don't anyone go outside and they all ran to that door that little door that went to the they were dum-dums because yeah. he was right there firing he ran off right through right through the grass yeah he crossed yeah. he crossed through it and went to the peak what is it sentinella and yep. he crossed through to pico so he ran through our office as he was shooting it up and shot up a bus and all these ding dongs went, what's that? Oh, your fireworks. <laughs> like, like no under your desk, dummy. So yeah, if we, if we'd been killed, I'd be so mad. I'd be so mad. Cause that would not be the way to go or the reason. Yeah. Just being there. Yes. I mean, it's I think like, we got the day off, right? Didn't, didn't they close down? Yeah. They, I think they closed down around two o'clock. Yeah. I think we well, left. That's good. I think we got a half day out of it. Yeah. So what did you, what do you guys feel like you learned uh, at Tainment? What did you, or what is it, are there, because for me after working at Tainment, I'm like, I have some deal breakers now. What are they? 
never worked for Tainment. Yeah. What? Well, that's easy. Yeah, check. That's check. Easy. Yes. yeah, check. Um, when someone says, uh, please don't leave, I'm going to ask for more money. And if I don't get the money that I'm leaving, I'm not going to ever lowball myself again like I did. Hmm. Because I, you know, because I had that other job and I was like, I got to leave, guys. I got to go do this oh, job right. at Fox because I had signed a contract. And then I, you know, I didn't hear back from that EP or whatever. So I decided to stay because this sh- was more fun to work with you guys than sure. go back to a fucking court show. And uh, but, you know, when that after I did that bit with. Um, let's see, since we're using can we, I, I'm going to just name the people because we talked about C- Candy Burris. When I did that bit with Ice-T and uh, his wife, um, Coco. I thought for sure they'd be like, she's indispensable. Let's just pay her more money. Right. And they didn't. They, she, I mean, I just, you, you know. You learned the value me. of yourself. I learned the value of myself. But I just was, it, I still feel gross about doing that. Uh, you know, uh, I, don't, I don't know. I, I shouldn't say I feel gross about it because I would never abandon Billy. But I, 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 I just, God, I, I, people are so fucking mean. Hmm. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Well, that's. I, like I said earlier, it's where kind of daytime TV crossed over into where comedy needs to be, and they don't really do comedy on Maury. Right? No, they like, make they they were ahead of the curve. Attainment. They they were the first people in the cord cutting business <laughs> of making content that would just <laughs> that make would... you cancel your cable. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I, I did cancel my cable that year. Oh yeah. By accident, and then I just kept it's it off. Because you had no money. <laughs> no, it's because I got mad at Time Warner, and then I got Directv, and they were no shows for two installs. I don't. I I learned uh, to not take what people say seriously because Tainment's not going anywhere. Like right. They're they're still around, I yeah. believe, still lumbering through deep, deep, deep cable, the outer rim, the uh, the, the disputed zones in the in the solar system of television. So I. I I, I don't. There wasn't like a big takeaway. I just was mad at them, and but they don't. It. I don't think you can harm tainment. Right. You can't harm a low lying fruit like them. They're they're just gonna do their thing and just take what you can get out of them. And I think towards the end they tried to pay me for half a week or something when I was only there for a couple of days, and I I walked. I went goodbye. I'm I, I there's I'm not a day player. I'm a weekly, and I just I literally drove away and then you know well come back we'll pay you the week like i think um they're so awful that they probably pushed you to realize like no they need me they're you're uh, it's i use this phrase a lot of recently and, and i use it in advertising um you're you're solving a problem for them and their problem is we don't have anybody for the show and sharon understands it and well, we don't have any money for it eh, they can find some money they could totally find some so. money. I mean, our crafty looked like a UNICEF food drop. I mean, give me a fucking break. I mean, it just it fruit just, hoops. Yeah, like come on, yeah. really? Fruit hoops. Well, the attainment fork came out of that. Oh right, I forgot about <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. I, I believe Billy and I worked like an eighteen-hour day once, and they didn't feed us. Like right. we're the the EPs, and they didn't give us any food. Have you talked about food in this on your podcast? Just no. About how this is one of the only businesses that you have to you. stop feed everybody get back to you know like food is really thought through except for at this place right and so craft services is the food designed to keep you not getting in your car and going to 7-eleven and being gone for an hour it's short money to keep you on the clock and lots of sugar to keep you thinking and awake and coffee and i think they had a couple of packets of unflavored oatmeal (laughs) 
and Nico wafers. Yeah, you and know, the, like, and those gross uh, gummy fruit yeah. things that are supposed to substitute for fruit. But they were like old, and they had been sitting in the bottom of somebody's igloo. Uh, you know, yes. uh, they were cooler, culled together disgusting. from other failed productions. Exactly, they were culled together. Yeah, from their container show. The particular that particular network fake container discoveries does not have a mandate on craft services. I've worked for a few others that truly do dick like that. Would have had them would have been unacceptable for other networks As, right. here's a little tip if you're ever moving and you hire some movers buy a pizza they move more quickly and you save money so 25 dollars worth of pizza saves you hundreds of dollars worth of guys going oh yeah we're gonna carry your couch and whatever and they just were penny foolish pound short yes. pound something whatever penny foolish pound foolish, foolish. both foolish <laughs> penny and dollar foolish. fucking idiots yeah They're every type of uh, yeah currency foolish yeah. So, so yeah, I, you learn you learned that you're uh, you need to take stock in your value, and if if you're solving a problem, I mean, it sounds crass, but actors solve problems. Like we have to shoot, and all right, oh right, we forgot. Now someone needs to be on the other side of the camera. That's that's always like the last minute. Like, and so yeah, you should have told them, go after yourself. Yeah, you I know. To explain the attainment fork. Oh, the attainment fork. So they didn't feed us. Uh, there was barely any food on set. Billy and I ate a, uh, a peanut butter sandwich with white bread from Ralph's on an 18-hour <laughs> yes. shoot. Like, no one thought, oh, go go get those guys food. You know, because while you guys went to lunch, we would go interview. Like, it this was, was the Anthony Anderson bit, wasn't no. it? Every bit. Every it was bit. Every, it was every bit, right. Everyone would go to lunch, and we would have to rewrite. We would have to adjust. We would have to we don't uh, get to go to lunch. talk celebrities back into coming back from lunch yes. because they had had such a oh, rotten that's right. time. That's I mean, right. there was... And no one thought, let's go get that guy some food. No, we just, we would starve. So, but for some reason on set, they always had those little tiny uh, toothpicky uh, dental floss thingies that kind of look like a, like a scythe you yes. know, with a, or a lute or something. And I, I picked one up and I said, here, here's attainment for it. <laughs> and you just, just for your second meal. Dig, dig around in your teeth. And, mm, mm, oh, mm, mm, what's that? That's, that's some gummy fruit. Mm, mm. And even the same, my wife like, sees them and she goes, oh, it's attainment for it. <laughs> So like I'll be in different places in the world, see a tainment fork on the ground, and have to take a picture of it and send it to Steve. Oh yeah, that's yeah. hysterical. Yeah, yeah. So, so see a tainment fork. Meal, take your tainment fork. See a tainment fork. Take a photo of it and hashtag your Tame, show. Oh yeah, hashtag uh, uh, oh daytime justice yes. or oh okay. Yeah. See see yes. how that works. Yeah. Hashtag tainment fork. Hashtag daytime justice. Correct. I'm, well, I'm rebranding. I've got to figure out a new name for the show. Okay. Because it's not about court shows anymore. Call attainment. Maybe I can call. Oh, maybe <laughs> I should call it attainment. There you go. <laughs> Born you know here. I might take it. It's not quite entertainment. <laughs> yeah, it's attainment. It's enter. It's, it's enter. It's bordering on uh, entertainment. It's just attainment. It's just attainment. Just attainment. Do you guys ever talk to Barry Smaller? No. Barry did special effects, just, just so everybody knows. I just saw Donnie yesterday. Oh, Donnie. So I love Donnie. Barry had a baby, and apparently it looks just like him. And That's goes, hysterical. Like, does it have little tattoos? And, uh, yeah. <laughs> did Donnie talk about his uh, French bulldogs for an hour? Donnie did not. Oh, that's weird. No. It's usually what he talks about. No, there was no one. How you doing, Donnie? Oh, my French bulldogs. God, we went on a hike. It was great. Me and the wife went to jo- Joshua Tree, took the bulldogs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Your, this pe- must be good for your listeners to peculiar they don't us, care. Peculiar <laughs> folk about, uh, on, about people they don't uh, know. work on sets. <laughs> peculiar folk. Strange no, people, people love it. People love it. Right. They're like, oh, it's interesting. And then they can tell their friends, well, I listen to this pot, you know, and I they learn the terms of the business. They learn how the, you know. But now you, you learn know, a new one, Tainment Fork. Tainment Fork. Cheap ass production company doesn't feed you. So just dig out first lunch from your back of your teeth and there you go. Here's second lunch. Here's second lunch. I remember that because I think one time I offered to go off campus and get you guys food. And Billy was like, no. I was like, okay. Because I couldn't leave. But I wanted to leave. Mm, well, yes. we survived it and here we are. Yeah, yeah, here we are. So what's next for you guys? What are you guys working on now? I know, uh, Billy, talk about your directing commercials now. I, uh, I am. I am doing commercials. I have uh, found a little niche I have fallen into of just real people, ex- extraordinary situations, commercials. I don't I don't know. It's fun. And then he and I just uh, did a pilot for another attainment light company, which is gets should probably get its own own episode. Okay. Of this. a pilot, we did a series. Oh, we did. A se- yeah. Oh, yeah. We should have done. They. I'm sorry. <laughs> they did a. Se- they they did should sh- have done a pilot, and instead they did a series. Right. So right. in the attempt to do a series, uh, we did a pilot. Oh boy. Well, the next time we're on in two years. Well, you can do it. Uh, well, when Billy comes back to town to yeah. direct another commercial. I'll have you back. Thanks so much for doing the show. Where can people find you? At Steven Kruger. That's both Twitter and uh, Instagram. Spell it. S-T-E-P-H-E-N-K-R-U-E-G-E-R. Thank you. What about you, Billy? Uh, at Steven Kruger. Dot, uh, I, I don't have any of that. You know, okay. That's right. You're not on Twitter. I am, but I have, I have two Twitter things, but I don't really know how to use it. So I just... Uh, the king of marijuana mountain. <laughs> <laughs> Keep getting high. All right. Thanks for doing the show, thanks you guys. Thanks for having us. Oh, you're welcome. Thanks. Thanks.